just be where you're at. People are going to feel it. And where you're at has a message in it. You've gotten great at divine working, but what about divine living? Welcome to the Divine Living Podcast. I'm your host, Gina DeVee. You're not alone in wanting more. And here at the Divine Living Podcast, you can expect to be part of conversations from women like us who unapologetically dream big and are obsessed with manifesting our most fabulous lives. The conversation starts now. Hello, my gorgeous. Oh, my goodness. I know it's been a minute since I have recorded a podcast and so much has been going on in this new year that has had me like really behind the scenes. Um, I don't know if that's what's going on for you, but I'm getting stuff sorted and organized with my upcoming move to Italy and kind of restructuring some of my programs like in my Q Club and getting ready for my first 2023 mastermind retreat and just lots of good stuff, but not a lot of like front-facing forward movement. I've been doing a lot of work with my um, the women who are, have joined me to be a brand ambassador for this beauty line. And so lots of good stuff, but lots of behind the scenes things. So I wanted to pop on here um, today to say hello and for us to just have a moment to be together. And I had the honor and pleasure at speaking on um, someone else's mastermind recently. And I thought the, the content the Holy Spirit had running through me was nice and juicy. And so I'm going to be sharing that with you today. So what you're hearing in today's Divine Living podcast is a message that I think is going to really relate to you and relate to the hearts of most of us of what I spoke at at this mastermind. So sit back, relax, soak it up, and enjoy. What I felt led to share today is drawing opportunities to you, raising your vibration, getting your your thinking bigger, more abundant, more generous for yourself and for others. You're going to see a really um, a lot, you're gonna, I'm not going to call it easy, but there's going to be a lot of flow um, to you accomplishing your next big steps. I always tell everyone the hardest money I ever made was my first hundred thousand. And that's because I was really working so much matter to matter, so much in the infrastructure. There was such a big learning curve and my wealth consciousness hadn't developed yet. So that's where, um, you know, I was, I was kind of really in the trenches. And in my first year, I went from 24,000 to 250. And then I felt like I blinked and I was at 500. And, and then, I, I, then the next year I skated across the seven figure line. So I don't want you to think that wherever you're at with your numbers, that this needs to be a far way away, that it needs to take a long time um, we're going to talk today about how you do have the ability to bend time and space, and you're going to be able to do that more successfully the more in tune you are with your desires and what lights you up. Um, I heard a quote recently, this past weekend, I was at a conference, and I hadn't heard this quote before, and it's from Les Brown, and he says, uh, if you 
If you operate like your hair's on fire, people will come from miles to watch you burn. And I wasn't conscious to that on my leap to seven figures and then multiple seven figures and beyond and having been able to sustain it in a really beautiful way. Um, if you know anything about me, I give zero Fs about hustle. I'm not, I don't have a value system on hard work. Um, I, I actually feel bad for people that do it. Like it's just, it's so not, um, what's necessary or spiritually how I believe that we're, you know, designed to live our lives. The faith is what it's about. And it's about a commitment to being passionate and being obsessed with your life and not following the status quo and not doing what you think you should do based on what everyone else said to do and, and, and really not following the ways of the world. Um, if you don't do that and you get into your uniqueness and what lights you up, you're going to see miracle after miracle after miracle. And part of the reason I was able to uh, do what I did in that amount of time in the way that I did it, like, I don't think in the 20 years of being in business, I don't think I've ever, after my first year, worked past 6 p.m. Maybe in 20 years, and this was more in the early years, I worked up five weekends in 20 years. Like, like this is not about putting in more time. And in fact, the more you limit the time that you're available to work, the smarter you're going to get, the faster you're going to delegate, um, the more you're going to challenge yourself to get in alignment with the universe about bending time and space. And we'll see what it is for you. In general, I find that people are really successful if they're super high touch and low tech, and that was the route that I took, or if they're really high tech and low touch. I, both create massive contribu contribution in the world. So I don't think that one is better than another, but really finding your sweet spot. Another key to my success of actually having a life um, being healthy along the way, you know, having, um, you know, one of my top, 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 top values is lifestyle. And so I was never willing to sacrifice my health. I've never gone to work tired. Um, and so that's why what I do is sustainable and in general comes from a pretty creative space. I haven't done everything perfectly by any stretch. There's been many, many seasons where I wasn't listening to the guidance of the universe, where I was going through the motions and that's where things got stale and flat. And when I was in launches that I thought sucked and I was working harder than ever for less money than ever. So don't think that I'm like some spiritual Zen goddess that like always gets it right. I'm gonna share with you the plenty of places when I didn't and so how you don't need to. Um, the entrepreneurial path, it doesn't need to be hard. And um, all of the messages out there about just push, grind, hustle, crush it. Like the only thing I crush are tomatoes. Like I love to cook, like that's it. Like there's all, this is all about bliss and getting yourself great at receiving, magnetizing your good to you and the ideal clients to you and the financial abundance to you. And operating in a finding the marketing ways that 
really light your soul on fire. Does anyone here actually like marketing? You got to cut two people. Okay. I hate it. Like, like, and I don't use the word hate on a regular basis. Like I can like, just say like, it is like, I, I'd, I'd rather do almost anything than market. And so when I've really challenged myself to turn marketing into ministry, to like really let it be this non-strategic, hard thing that my brain and body hates, and I get to be in relationship, which is what I love with people, then it doesn't feel hard. It feels like I get to show up. Like it's an honor to have this opportunity to show up in someone's text messages or inbox or social media feed or um, that on the podcast that they select or, or any of that. So I also wanted to really support each of you in having the courage this year to eliminate anything you dislike in your business. We did in your life too, but we're probably talking business here. So, and I'm not talking the stuff that you hate. I'm talking the stuff that just isn't even your preference. And find the ways to either delegate it if it really does need to be done or change it up and get yourself into this constant state of flow, passion, excitement that will fuel you and literally be the attractive magnetic vortex and energy that you will draw your client, the most ideal clients to you with the greatest ease. You'll see miracles fall into your lap and big opportunities left, right, and center, stuff that you could not possibly even have funk up yourself. Um, I got to a, a place where I learned a lot about this industry and I got really bored with it. And I went to God, universe, spirit, and I was like, you know what? If it's up to me to figure this out, what do I need you for? Like, I want way more of a God job in my life. Like, I want way more miracles. I want way more of the unknown. Like, if, if my life at 50 years old has dissolved down into Facebook ads and funnel, and if you all love that, then like, great, you do you. But like, for me, I'm like, I can't even think of anything I'd like to do less. Um, and I was like, then, then what do I need God for? And so I really, really leaned into spiritual principles which were, I'm going to use some Christian terminology. If you have any religious wounding, I'll help you get over that because like it'll come out left, right, and center. But it's really meant in more of a universal law way. Um, I just happened to read the Bible more than uh, anything Buddhist because I'm very attached and materialistic. So I honor Buddhism. I just haven't read the Quran, so I don't have those uh scriptures for you, but I, I do have these. It's like, seek first the kingdom of heaven and all these things will be added unto you. Which is, if you just allow the kingdom of heaven in a non-religious way, the kingdom of heaven is heaven. It's, it's paradise and it lives within us. So if we seek this heaven and this paradise within us about 
who do you want to make a difference in their lives? And how do you want to serve? And, and what's like the most creative expression in the way that you want to show up? And what's the most expansive exponential way that that can occur for you? And you go within seeking your uniqueness, your infiniteness, your power, your brilliance, your beauty, your essence, then all of the things will be added unto you, all the right clients, all the right team members, all the strategies, even if you will, of the, the, the messaging and any of those tactics will become really clear. And I think one of the biggest enemies of success for women is being busy. Busy is boring. It's also a form of hiding. So in case you think that you're going to get more successful and you're wearing, you know, your 17,000 projects and you're like, you know, 49,000 open tabs as some sort of badge of honor, X out of that. Um, there's a real simplicity when you're aligned with spirit and it really so much is doing less better. It's very counterintuitive because you think that more is more when it comes to success and it is not. Um, more is just clutter. And it's, it's also a way for us to fool ourselves thinking that we're working on our business or going towards a certain level of success. But if it's not divinely guided, you're going to wear yourself out really quickly. You know, I got to a place where there were so many things that Gina was doing in and of Gina, Gina thinking it up and Gina watching someone else get success and Gina thinking she could do that too. And that was going to be the ticket and the key and the answer and all that, all of that stuff emptied me out. I never got to a place of real burnout. I didn't let it get that far, but I got to a place of, of real emptiness. And I also had the comparison of the times of when I really, really was open to being led. Um, and the ideas that came and how that felt and the massive growth and expansion that happened after that. Um, so I knew the difference. And this year, in the past year or so, I just became unavailable for Gina's ideas. Like they just, they're fine. They're not bad. They don't ever like truly, truly fail. But who wants to live like that when you can live in a, in a miraculous way? Um, the other thing that I want to say and share are the seasons in an entrepreneurial journey. I highly, highly recommend curating your feed in a really big way, meaning like unfollow and mute unfollow and mute. We think that we're learning from the people that are further ahead from us and that we're like, you know, watching what they're doing and we're going to get great ideas or we might be missing out on something we should be doing in the marketplace. It's all complete BS. All it is is comparisonitis. It's room for trigger. It's room for copycatting. It's room for like becoming unconscious to the uniqueness of you and thinking like that's the thing because then it's all in your feed. Um, if you look at my Instagram feed right now, like all, all I see are like how to make pasta and like portraits of Tuscany. Like, like there's like, I don't think I follow one person in the personal development industry. Um, like it's just, I've gotten so reliant on being spiritually guided and getting that from a direct source 
and don't get me wrong, I have my mentors as well. I hire coaches and, you know, I want you to work with Elise on, you know, getting an outside perspective and, and business mentorship. Um, but you, you don't need it from your Instagram feed. You, you need to be more you and, and more unique and, and rely on the unique message that's going to come through in the form of spirit, like through you and for you alone. And when you do that, you're going to be, um, a lot more peaceful, a lot more confident. You're going to have, you're going to stand out that much more because you're not following all the cookie cutter approaches and all the formulas and secrets that aren't secrets. And, you know, and PS, in case you haven't noticed, we're in the age of Aquarius. So like, even if you try to do the stuff that other people used to do to be successful or what you even used to do to be successful, it like 2023 isn't standing for it at all. And so we're all being invited to be more creative and more soulful and go to new levels that literally haven't existed before. Um, so I hope it's a breath, breath of fresh air that there's same old, same old, it won't even work. It's gonna be like same old, same less. Like, like you're gonna, you're gonna work more and you're gonna get less. And I talked about this a lot during the pandemic. I knew it was a global reset and there, there were all the people that just couldn't wait to get back to life, business, whatever, as normal. And then there were the people like you who were really deeply inquiring, like, oh, wait a minute, like, what is my life about and what am I meant for? And life is short and how do I wanna do life by design? And when you really get into life by design, like actually creating, like if you could create your life to be anything you wanted, which you can, you know, what would that really look like? And for me, typically it starts with elimination because you can't add more to an already full plate. And I doubt anybody here is like, what should I do with all the time that I have today? So really, really, really taking a look at What's your calendar look like? I know what is important to someone, not based on what they say, but what's in their calendar, like what their behaviors are. Everyone can say they want to lose weight or make a million or like, you know, become an Instagram phenomenon, whatever it is. And I look at what's in your calendar. What are you spending your time on? What meetings are an hour that could be 30 minutes? What 30 minute meetings could be a Voxer message rather than even a meeting? Um, are you sending out a weekly newsletter because you love it and your audience loves it or because that's what you've been doing for the last five years? You know, like really waking up to be having an alive spirit and having everything you do, what you love. And I know, um, I'm not gonna name names, but you know, there's a lot of industry greats that be like, you got to sacrifice and no pain, no gain. You got to do all kinds of stuff you hate to get to the, you know, where, the destination and all that. Yeah, I happen to disagree. And my life is a living successful proof that the more you go for your truth, the more you are unwilling to settle in any way the more you'll find what's actually the blissful way. But you're not going 
to find the most blissful way to do life and business and make your money and attract your clients when it's you're still filled up with meh. And meh doesn't have to be painful. Like the 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 stuff you really don't like, I'm not worried about you because that's not only going to last so long anyways with, with a group like this. The stuff I'm really concerned about is the stuff that you don't mind doing, that you're good enough at, like it's not ruining your life and you've just sort of conditioned yourself that like you need to be the one to do it. So I want to challenge you to take a look at your business and see what actually is necessary. And if it really is necessary, I want you to rate it on a scale of one to five or one to 10, like how much do you love it? And if it's necessary and it falls below an eight, delegate it. If it's not necessary, eliminate it. And PS, take a look at actually what works and what doesn't. Things have really, really changed. Are you sending out emails and doing your launches that way? Because that's actually what gets you sales. Are you spending all this time on your social media <clears throat> for what? To like keep up with the Kardashians or because you're actually getting clients from it? Or like, and, and sometimes even things that you love. I love going to the grocery store, but based on what my priorities are at the moment, I might not allocate time for the grocery store, you know? So you got to see kind of where you're at with things. What do you love and what's really moving the needle? And how can you clean up, clean up, clean up um, your business so that it really is a far more accurate reflection of you? Like you can look there and be like, I'm like, like it's a piece of artwork. Like I'm proud. This is me. This is what I've created versus kind of having a junk drawer of a calendar and being like, well, it's like, I might need the scotch tape at some point, you know, someone else's drawer can have the scotch tape in it. You, and so really taking a look at, um, all of that, like, you know, I, and I, and train your team to do the same thing. Because if you get busy and you're delegating and you've trained your team to be yes people to you, you're not going to get the best results. I make my team fully responsible for their lanes and to report back to me if something's not working. We're a tight knit bunch. Like it's not about if something's not working, it's not because someone's doing a bad job. It's because something either needs tweaked or eliminated. It's like if we're doing podcast pitches, it's like in spending all this time and money and effort and resource on podcast pitches, like taking a look at, is it working? Like, are we getting booked? Like, does that really matter? If we're spending time making reels and doing Instagram, like what is that actually doing? And how is that moving the needle? Like we're like the emails that we send out, like how many signups did we actually get from those emails? Are the text messages working? Like really taking a look at, um, you know, if you're on TikTok, like, are, well, are you getting clients from there? Or are you just doing it because somebody said like, this is the place to be? I'll tell you where the place to be is, wherever God assigns you. Okay. So God bless Gary Vaynerchuk, Grant Cardone and Tony Robbins and whoever else, but only you and God know your destiny and where that's headed and how something feels. And I want you to start trusting that and leaning into that more. And if you're meant to be on TikTok and be a sensation there, then, then great. There's no right or wrong with this stuff. 
as much as being unconscious as to how we're going about things. Um, you know, are people even reading the emails anymore? Like, you know, I didn't like copywriting, so I delegated. I have an amazing, amazing writer on my team. She does a great job. She's not me. And it started like, you know, once I stopped avoiding my own open rates and even started asking, okay, like what's happening? What are the open rates? And P.S. Are we actually getting any, like what's actually coming from the newsletter that goes out every Thursday? And it got really minimal. So, you know, I had to take a look at why are we sitting on a Thursday newsletter? Let's just stop, right? Like, and they were kind of like, well, this is what we've always done. It was like, well, it's not doing anything. Like, and uh, right now I'm in a space where I am writing the copy. So like my list is probably getting something like maybe once or twice a month at this point because I'm writing copy when I'm actually inspired or have something to say, or my the people that have trusted me with their email are gonna actually hear something from my heart. Um, and I've just really given myself a lot of permission to, to get out of the box. I did the same thing with my podcast. I got a little formulaic with it. It was like, well, we do an interview on Tuesday or we drop an interview on Tuesday and we drop a solo cast on Thursday. And I was like, I don't actually like doing interviews. I, it's not my talent. It's not my skill set. I'm not Oprah. I, I just, I got a lot of superpowers and that's not one of them. Stop doing interviews unless I have to for a swap. And when I say I have to, I'm only doing swaps with people that I am actually interested in. So it's like, I'm only saying yes, if I do want to do the interview, like the interview is going to be like an eight for me, but the person's going to be like a 17 on a scale of one to 10. So like, it's going to balance out. And the rest of it, I do podcasts. Then I started to take a look at thinking my solo cast needed to be an hour. This is a couple of years ago, you know, and I was like, and then it was 45 minutes. And then I started, then I just got busy. And so I did like a 30 minute one and saw that that was actually getting more downloads than the 45 minute one. Now, sometimes I get on there, sometimes not for two weeks and sometimes every day. And sometimes it's legit seven minutes and sometimes it's 37 minutes. Like I have just given myself full blown permission to be me. And I have found this is what my ideal clients, audience, membership, people, all of that um, are wanting. They just want me in the raw and real. They want me when I feel like showing up because they want what comes from me. And here's what I know for sure. Your audience is no different than mine. They're following you for a reason and they don't want you going through the motions and they're going to feel it. Um, and they're going to know when it's you or it's not. And they're going to know when you felt like doing it or didn't. And so um, let yourself be even more transparent. Use where you're at. Um, there's nothing wrong with an email of, I actually didn't feel like writing an email today because I'm in this place where I don't even really know where I'm going with my career. You think that there, or, and whatever you are, or, or my health or whatever you're, you're doing, you think your audience hasn't felt that same way, thought the same thought wherever you are at, of course they have. And they're going to feel so much more connected to you, not always giving the pro tips, but being the human and, and feeling really connecting and relatable. I also want to invite you to not participate in the 
in my personal opinion, the snore fest of like 2017. I've so unfollowed people. I don't even know what's going on in 2023. But from 2017 to 2022, there was sort of this super fake self-depreciating. I, you know, I didn't have it all figured out, but I just did it anyways. And now somehow I'm making eight figures and, you know, like this kind of ridiculousness, like you don't have to try to be relatable. You like, like to me, those were such an eye roll, you know, it's like, Girlfriend, I know that you studied that Facebook ad strategy for 72 hours in one week. Don't tell me you didn't know what you were doing. You know, it's like, just be where you're at. People are going to feel it. And where you're at has a message in it. Um, You don't always have to like say that that's what you went through this morning. Like, I'm not a huge believer of, you know, when you're really in something doing therapy on your list. I like to have a few boundaries as a queen, Um, but they don't need to know when it happened. You know, like I remember I was writing an email and I was like, you know, I didn't know I was going to pay my bills that week. And I was like, are you so tired of starting a Monday, not knowing how you're going to pay your bills on a Friday? I uh, I get it. I've been there. I I didn't mention that it was three hours earlier than writing the email, you know, but you, they're going to feel what they need to feel from you. Um, And they don't necessarily need radical honesty, meaning like everything to the, the, the minute. Um, but you giving the essence of where you're at, I think it's going to take a lot of pressure off of you of like trying to come up with something or trying to get someone's attention. Uh, you already are attention worthy and because you're here. Um, I interviewed someone I did ask to interview without there being a swap is this woman called Real Talk Kim. And I follow her on Instagram. And if you haven't followed her, she's kind of hysterical. Um, And she says, if you have a pulse, God has a plan. And so you just gotta not think that you have to, you know, be on a a Times Square billboard to be worthy of showing up in someone's inbox or someone hiring you or wanting what you have to offer. So um, realness is the name of the game. Going within versus without you know, really getting that divine guidance, getting your divine assignment and really watching the inner talk. I I had to kind of train myself to trust about using where I was at um, because I judged and had a misperception of what I thought people wanted from me. So we have a a joke within my team, like self-perception is like, I have no perspective sometimes. I'll like, I'll get off something and I'll be like, oh my God, that sucked. I can't believe, you know, and they're like, you don't even get it. And then I'll, I'll come up with some copy and I'll be like, isn't this amazing? And they're like, not really. (laughs) So um, you definitely want to train your team to, to be themselves with you so that you can get some real perspective and reflection there. Um, I'm normally, I'm a Capricorn. So I'm all about new years and resolution and goals. And I know a lot of people aren't, you know, say they're not into that. I am. 
except this year I wasn't. And I kept, I was like, hey, Gina, people are like expecting your enthusiasm and your motivation and come on, this is divine living. It's a new year, new chapter, like get yourself there. And I, and I noticed that I kept artificially trying to pump myself up for the first week of January and for my podcast and for my Q club, all my stuff. And finally, I just checked within. I was like, what's going on? And I was like, I'm not ready for new year vibes. Like I just, I just moved into an investment property. I'm like unpacking boxes. I didn't delete all my emails and clear out my inbox from last year. I'm still figuring out what I want to do for this. Like it didn't like, I'm like in December energy right now. And then when I saw the messages about like the retrograde that we're in, not that I make astrology, my God, but I was like, I'm just outing myself because I'm imagining that if I'm feeling this way, someone else is too. Not everyone. I'm sure there are a lot of people there on New Year's Day starting their cleanse and their soul cycle class and their workout and like, not me. Dry January still hasn't started. So then there's that. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll get there. It might be January 31st, but I'll get there. Um, I'll get there when it's real for me. And so I came out to my... Um, my, my Q club, which is my membership. And I was like, guys, I'm in ladies, Queens, I'm in retrograde. Like I'm still rethinking my life and reconsidering things and organizing and decluttering and the size of relief in the chat, the chat has never blown up more They're like, Oh my gosh, I was feeling the same way. And that's exactly where I'm at. And, um, today I did my first podcast of, of the new, like normally I'd be like right there, like New Year's Day and, you know, the whole thing. And so you'll just see where you're at. And when you share that, your people are going to be really, really grateful. And then you don't have to like make up stuff. You're just, you just get to be paid to be you. Well, did you love it? Did you get some good takeaways and inspiration and up-leveled energy and all the good things that your soul needed nourishment for today? I sure hope that you did. And just want you to know I'm here for you. And if there's a way that you'd like to stay in touch, be connected, let me share with you what I've got going on. Um, I've been super active in my Q Club, doing lots of live connections, trainings, um, lots of juicy stuff there. So I'll put a link in the show notes. If you have not yet checked it out, there'll be a two-week free trial that you can check out. Please come join us. There's lots of good stuff there. And as I move to Italy, the Q Club is going to get my behind-the-scenes action and all of that amazingness. And if you're looking for a really elite group, a high level group to be a part of this year, my mastermind is open for enrollment. Um, it is by application and interview only. So check out the details. We will put the link in the show notes, or you can go to divineliving.com forward slash mastermind and check it out. See what is for you. If you um, want to come join us. If you can't make the first event, because I know that it is around the corner, um, it is on an evergreen basis. So I'll help you work that out. But see if the content and the vibe and the components are what you're looking for to um, be part of. I was talking with some of them recently and they are just so excited to get together in person 
We're gonna be at the Ritz and Amelia Island and it's just a really luxurious property. Being in person together for three days and one of them was saying like, and I just, I get to journey over this next year with these women and I'm excited to meet them in person and just like to be part of this and to get the mentoring and, and all of the good things. So if you've been a little isolated or hit a bit of a plateau or looking for quite a bit of a spark and want to come be in my essence and vibe and around the just incredible women that I have been so blessed to attract into the Own Your Throne Mastermind, then give that a check out. Um, if you want to come join us for Amelia Island, there is still time. So check it out and see what's right for you. Mwah, lots of love.